Hello and welcome back to Commodity Conversations by the team at Mercado, the podcast where we aim to keep you up to date with the latest trends, drivers and moves in livestock grain and fibre markets. I'm Olivia Agar, thanks for listening in for another week. So on today's episode, we're taking a quick trip around wool, sheep and cattle markets with Mercado analyst Adrian Ladaniski and Robert Herman for a bit of an update on how these markets are currently positioned and what's driving them. I hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll get straight into it after a thank you to this week's podcast sponsor. Meridian Agriculture is a multidisciplinary specialist consultancy established by Dr. Mike Stevens. With Meridian 16 consultants spread across six locations in New South Wales and Vic employ an evidence-based, scientific approach to farming and a personalised manner with their clients. Meridian specialises in improving both financial and operational aspects of farming enterprises and guiding families through the often difficult transition of succession planning. Head to their website meridian-ag.com.au to learn more. It's good to have you both on here today for a bit of a catch up on what's been happening in ag markets. There are a few new records broken that we have to talk about today, although that does seem pretty often these days, but let's get stuck into it. Rob, why don't you give us a bit of a recap on what's happened this week? Well, thanks, Liv. Lovely to talk to you as well. Uh, and, and it's great to be talking on commodity conversations at this time, which, which looks like a really good time, even though we've had a pretty rough week weather-wise, uh, talking to farmers, they are very, very comfortable with the situation in general. So talking about records, I mean, there's, they seem to be happening everywhere. And, it, and if we took ourselves back to this time last year, I think we'd be a little bit surprised. You know, the Australia, the share markets hitting records um, we read in the rural press that, um, you know, land prices are at, uh, you know, unbelievable levels and seem to be rising almost weekly. And, and so is the cattle market. I know Adrian's going to talk about that in a minute. But um, one of the things I just want to highlight is um, and talk about it is the wool market. I mean, this is the highest price the Eastern Market Indicator has been at since March of last year. And, of course, March of 2020 was when we first saw the impact of COVID, the Chinese mills all went to ground as they dealt with their COVID issues. And so it's the highest level it's been since March of 2020. And I think one other thing that we need to consider is that in US dollar terms, it's actually the highest point since January of last year. So it tells us that that not only have we recovered, but there's sort of some fundamental demand that's driving this. And I think it's very obvious in the fine wool market, Liv, so the 18 micron indicator is now the highest level since July of 2019. And in fact, the 17 indicator is the highest since March of 2019. So you've got not only a good, strong wool market, but you've got a fine wool market that's, um, that's just running, you know, running rampant. And we commented this week on Mercado and we talk about it a lot on Commodity Conversations, but if we use an example of the 17 micron premium, uh, it's at 1155 cents over the 21 micron indicator. Now, we've never seen that high since the 17 micron indicator has been recorded. So it's a new record. So I suppose in, in sort of summarising with the wool market, we can say, yeah, this is great. But um, what do wool growers do about it? Well, I think if they've got wool to sell, fine wool, fine wool especially to sell in the market, you would be selling it. But we'd also be encouraging wool growers to have a look at the forward market and, and consider getting some cover at these levels. 
we're not saying the market in general is going to fall, but we know that, you know, fine wool prices are inherently volatile. That's what history tells us. And you don't want to be looking a gift horse in the mouth. So we'd say looking at getting some percentage of your clip covered. Dave Myers here in the office has been working with uh, Ryman and we've now uh, arranged to have the 17 micron indicator listed on the Ryman forward market. And so wool growers can actually place orders to sell forward. That's on their the 17s, the 18s, the 19s, whatever indicator suits their clip. So great times, records you, you're talking about a right live and it's a, the outlook is pretty good. Yeah, it's certainly positive news, Rob. This is the case in a pandemic year, which is quite amazing that uh, the wool market's back at these levels and and a good reminder there to be looking at your forward markets and potentially hedging some of your clip. Thanks for that wrap up. And we might move on to Adrian now. And you mentioned there, Rob, about the Eki reaching a record this week. So Adrian, what actually happened? Well, Liv, um, after about six or seven weeks of just stuttering around and just not being able to find um, traction to move that a little bit higher, uh, the Eki is finally actually broken out and it's hit uh, a new record of 913 cents a kilo carcass weight. So um, I think this is something that a lot of producers have really been waiting for. And also it's come at a really good time as well, especially the disaster that we've seen with the JBS um, cyber attack. And the interesting thing with that as well is that it really didn't affect the market very much. I guess largely um, because the market's very much um, restocker and, uh, and, and feeder um, oriented at the, at the moment, uh, especially with, the, um, with Eki eligible cattle. The only real impact I suppose we saw on the market was that yardings did fall around about 10% uh, last week. Uh, and that was probably a lot on the back, back of producers feeling a little bit more nervous about how, how much volume would be required within the market. Slaughtered only dropped about 20%, but we expect that probably to drop, come back up this week. Yeah, I could imagine, Adrian, that if something like that cyber attack disruption had happened when we were mid-drought and producers were trying to offload their stock, it would have been a much bigger disruption had we seen it then. That's right. It would have been a complete disaster if we weren't in the current kind of environment we are um, at the moment with excellent conditions. We've also we've seen quite a big spike in lamb export volumes um, last month. What's been going on in the lamb market, Olivia? Yeah, well, a few things have been happening, Adrian. So this week we've seen that the finish end of the lamb market, so the trade and heavy lamb prices, well, they've been moving more or less sideways for the last couple of months now. And that is a factor of the strong exports that we did see in May. But it's more the store market has certainly come off the boil recently and that continued again this week. So we saw things like the National Restocker Lamb Indicator that's fallen down below 800 cents for the first time since October. And if you think back to a few months ago, it wasn't that long ago until it was fetching over 1,000 cents per kilo. So a big drop that we've seen in that, that end of the market. And if you look at how that compares to where the trade lambs are sitting. Uh, in Victoria, for example, this week, restockers were at a discount to trade lambs, but they're still at a small 20 cent premium in New South Wales. So a bit of a change in market dynamics there. And one of the other things that we were looking at this week is that MLA's latest sheep projections have come out which are always a really good indicator and insight into supply and what's ahead and what we have available for exports. So 
one of the key things to note about that update was that because we've had good seasonal conditions and probably better than could have been expected, uh, it, it has been encouraging more producers to grow their flocks. So MLA are expecting the flock this year to reach 68.1 million head, which is up 6% on last year, and then expecting it to grow another 6% to 2022. And so what's wrapped up in those projections are that lamb marking rates are expected to be above 90% this year and much lower sheep slaughter, which will be supporting all that growth. So there are a few other things that we're seeing in the market at the moment and what that means for pricing. It's might not be likely to reach the records that we've seen in the previous two years, but with export demand and the lower forecast supply, it should be pretty good at keeping it historically strong levels for the rest of the year. So I think that's a pretty good wrap for livestock markets today. Thanks, Rob and Adrian, for joining me and listeners for tuning into another episode of Commodity Conversations. If you'd like any more detail on what we spoke about today, just head to the Mercado website and take a look at our more in-depth analysis, particularly for grains, which missed out on any airtime today, but we'll be getting to that in an episode on all on its own in the coming weeks. Thanks, and we'll be back next week. (laughs) 